This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Army and West Point are creating a climate change curriculum to focus on national security implications. OPM plays the role of booster in encouraging federal employees to get their latest COVID shots. And if you're a tax cheat living abroad, the IRS just might find you. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. October 7th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Army is preparing leaders of the future to better understand and address climate change. The Office of the Assistant Secretary of the Army for Installations, Energy and Environment is working with West Point to create a new Sustainable Infrastructure, Resilience and Climate Consortium. The Academy will offer a new concentration of study that focuses on climate change. The collaboration will expand course development at West Point and include prominent leaders as speakers. Courses will cover the security implications of climate change, energy, water, resilience, and sustainability as they impact the Army's readiness and modernization efforts. The State Department taps a DOD executive to be its new chief information officer. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Dr. Kelly Fletcher, the principal deputy CIO of the Defense Department, is moving to Foggy Bottom from the Pentagon. She will take over as the State Department's CIO next week. Fletcher replaces Keith Jones, who left in June after about 18 months on the job. Fletcher has worked in the DOD CIO's office for the last year, first as the acting CIO and later as the principal deputy CIO. She is now the third State Department CIO in a row, not to a previous experience at the agency. Fletcher inherits an IT budget of about $2.5 billion. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Three agencies won a total of $35 million from the Technology Modernization Fund Board to address long-standing cyber and transformation challenges. HUD becomes the fourth agency to receive funding to implement GSA's login.gov services. OPM receives its second award from the TMF. This one is for a $6 million update to the front and back ends that run its website. And the Army received a loan of $15.5 million to improve the cybersecurity of its operational technology at its organic industrial bases, which manufacture equipment, vehicles, and ammunition. Since 2018, the TMF board has made a total of 32 awards worth more than $530 million. The Office of Personnel Management is trying to make it easier for feds to get their COVID-19 booster shots. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Federal employees will get up to four hours of administrative leave to get a COVID-19 vaccine booster shot. The leave covers the time it takes to travel to the vaccination site, receive the dose, and then return to work. Agencies are also required to offer leave to employees accompanying a family member to get their vaccine doses. If employees have an adverse reaction to the vaccine, they can take two additional days off to recover. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Women remain underrepresented in some federal leadership positions across the government, comprising about 39% of workers in the senior executive service and about 27% of employees in Congress. A survey from the Partnership for Public Service also finds that women in federal leadership roles, more often than men, underrate themselves on performance metrics. 
A whistleblower says hundreds of FBI employees left the agency without a final ruling in misconduct investigations. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Justice Department finds 665 FBI employees under investigation for misconduct retired or left before a final determination in the case. That's according to documents obtained by Senate Judiciary Committee ranking member Chuck Grassley, who says many of the cases are regarding sexual misconduct. The documents find senior FBI employees are facing lighter penalties than other employees for similar misconduct. The FBI says it can't legally stop someone from resigning or retiring prior to the end of an investigation, but is taking the matter seriously. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The IRS is rounding up alleged tax cheats outside the U.S. through a new initiative. The agency's criminal investigation team, working with other federal agencies and foreign partners, says it's located 79 criminal fugitives in Mexico, Belize, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. Eight of them have been apprehended and now face criminal proceedings and sentencing. Mexico changed its tax laws in 2020, making tax evasion a felony offense that allows for extradition back to the U.S. The Transportation Security Administration aims to speed up technology adoption. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. TSA will soon release an innovation doctrine to help drive its business processes and respond to emerging threats. TSA Administrator David Pekoski says the agency is also adopting open standards for its security screening systems. We think that this will ensure that we're future-proof to a large degree and that when we see a threat develop, that we can rapidly put a technology solution in place using software upgrades to existing technology. Pekoski says he wants to shorten the acquisition timeline for emerging technologies at TSA to as little as 60 days. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. House lawmakers have questions about a new program at the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. In a letter to CISA Director Jen Easterly, Democrats on the Homeland Security Committee raised questions about the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative. CISA established the JCDC last August to bring together cyber defenders across the public and private sectors. Lawmakers want to know how many CISA staffers work on the program, what kind of support CISA offers to JCDC partners, and the criteria for admitting new members. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, October 7th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.